afternoon. We are back. It's Mindfulness on Monday with me, Philippa, and Sune. And so, hello, Sune. Are you having a good Monday? I am, Philippa. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Today, we decided that we would talk about how to approach our day with a beginner's mind. And um, and this is a this is an interesting thought because um, we are so readily taken to that automatic part of the brain, and so to approach things as if they are new is really uh, we have to we have to kind of work at that. Yeah, and it's that it, it's it's not something that comes very easily, and I think it's. Um, we spoke about it earlier that the the raisin exercise that we do so often and a lot of people don't like it but it's a really great example of um see it like you've landed from a different planet and you've never seen this object before and just immediately noticing what the mind starts doing you know we have preconceived ideas about what the raisin is we have you know it takes us down a, a story of how we like it or we don't like it so yeah using that that raisin exercise as an example of bringing that um beginner's mind to something that we that we are very used we, we all know what it is um but noting that what the mind is doing with all the pre-programming or just the history of our lives and our ideas of what a raisin should be and shouldn't be I think that's fascinating, isn't it? The idea that something so familiar and innocuous as a raisin uh, and, and to spend a few moments really contemplating this object, mm. uh, it's not something you would necessarily think of doing or, or see the value in, but actually mm -hmm. it's it's all around this um you know, this idea that we're, we're trying not to jump to conclusions. Yeah. Mm. Which is very hard, right? Because, you know, I think, as, well, it, it's a fact. As part of our evolution, we've had to develop this way of being able to, to think if it's a good idea or something is not a good idea or, you know, as social animals or social beings, you know, fitting into a, a social structure. Mm -hmm. So we have all these biases and, you know, we it, it's, a, it's the way our, our minds and our brains work. So it's really difficult not to, to prejudge, but we just, we do do it all the mm -hmm. time. So, I mean, what are the benefits, do you think, of approaching these familiar things with this uh, clean slate? Mm. Yeah, I think, I think what you're saying is really important because it's so easy to always focus on the things that's bad. But, you know, I think if we approach the things that are good, like um, our food, our family, you know, our friends, things that we take for granted a little bit, we can miss the simple pleasures mm -hmm. that these things bring to us. Whereas if we um, apply this beginner's mind to our, to the way we eat, to the way, you know, we move our bodies, to the way we are with people that we're spending so much time with at the moment, if we bring that beginner's mind to that, we may... Yeah, I think we may just see things a little bit differently or experience the 
experience the moment or the um, situation a bit differently. Yeah, so the familiar and the unfamiliar, we can benefit from approaching both of those with this uh, curiosity of not knowing. Mm. Um, I, I think I think this is something I find difficult to kind of let go of being an expert. And mm. uh, this is something that I've worked so hard to become. You know, the idea that you don't know everything. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I never purport to know everything clearly, mm. but that there are things that you, you kind of enjoy the mm. idea that you you are knowledgeable and mm. on particular topics, but that you know we're all approaching things from a different frame of mm. reference. Mm. Yeah, and I I say that to my clients all the time. I'm like, I I am not the expert. Y- you're mm. the expert. Mm. You know what you need. You know what hurts. You know what your body needs if you give yourself the time and the space to to be curious to have this beginner's mind and this curiosity approach to Mm. what is that feeling how am i feeling um you know the physical sensations from maybe being full or hungry or you know just being a little bit explorative in the way that uh that we are with ourselves as well tell me what you think but you know this idea of not being the expert um kind of jumping to conclusions right with opinions that we have about something about someone um but yeah keeping that open mind and asking the questions and yeah being a bit curious about it rather than just jumping in with both feet yeah i mean i i've been guilty of trying to finish people's sentences on occasion which is a terrible thing that i do uh and it it really does make the assumption that i know what they are going to say uh which how can that be the case it's it's, it's not possible is it for me to be inside somebody else's head you know, I think my experience of this really lately was when I was uh, taking my yoga training course and the fact that I'm I'm the, not the teacher, I'm the student mm-hmm. again, you know, and, and, yeah. and that's, you know, that's frightening and liberating all at the same time. Mm. Uh, you know, I have a thirst for knowledge, a thirst for learning, um, and, and so to be able to indulge that, Mm. It is a wonderful thing and and it's so invigorating and stimulating mm. to the mind if we can you know allow ourselves to be the mm. student to be the beginner uh, yeah absolutely because i mean you know you're saying that is it, can you imagine if you walked in there and went well i you know i've been a physio for 30 years of course i know this you can't teach me anything like it would just block so many amazing opportunities and learning opportunities to maybe you don't learn something every minute, but you will definitely walk away with learning, you know, as much as you allow yourself to just by, you know, it's like doing all these practices, you know, the, the mindfulness practices. A lot of them are very similar. And, you know, when when you're learning to teach them and stuff, you're you're saying the same thing. Or when you practice every day, but 
I think practicing that beginner's mind with your with your daily practice as well is like you know what am I going to discover today what what is what is this going to be like like every time you do it it's different and it could just never be the same even if you listen to the same um recording or yeah, even if you do the same practice every single day you'll discover something new all the time yeah, I, I think you said it last time, didn't you? If you watch children, you know, the way that they approach uh, the day, the lives, uh, everything's exhilarating and new. Yeah. Um, and actually, when you were saying earlier, I was thinking about, and I don't know if I said that before, but we planted loads of bulbs last year for the first time ever, like thousands. And in the end, I just kind of threw them in because I got so bored of it. But the amazing thing now is every single day, there's new flowers coming out. And it is so, like, it's so exciting. And all the neighbors are so excited about these <laughs> And I'm, like, really curious to see whether they're going to come out and how randomly we planted them. But... Yeah, I, I kind of see the, quite some like a little bit of similarity there with that. They're they're all this well, they're all different bulbs, but you plant them in the same way. But every day there's something new to discover about the same little patch of garden. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? I mean, this time of year with the the spring springing up and yeah. around us, it is, yeah. it is delightful, but. You know, we can go through our day and not notice these things. It, it's entirely possible to, uh, you know, to let this pass us by. Mm. And the quality of our lives is is impinged upon mm. if if we're not fully uh, awake, mm. fully aware. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, just you saying that now about, you know, springtime and, you know, of course we know it's good to be in nature and to step outside, but... Like, even if someone doesn't know the benefits of it, just for that reason, like at the moment, mm. every single day, there's a new bud, a new little leaf. It's it's a great way, actually. Well, it's a great time to practice that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm. Because uh, I did this myself, actually. Uh, I think, I don't know if it was yesterday. I went for a walk and I was, I go with my son quite often and I said to him, oh, look, that wasn't there last time, you know, that bulb or this thing, or, you know, whatever it was. I, I love to spot these these things, checking out what the neighbours are up to in the gardens as you're walking by and uh, yeah. Yeah. planting and yeah. whatever. So, Absolutely. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. this, um, <laughs> oh, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> this idea that we, we've got questions rather than having all the answers uh, and the curiosity that we, uh, you know, that we can bring into our lives, adding value, adding, um, adding an extra dimension to the day. What, mm. what, how, how does this play into mindfulness? So much going on in my house all of a sudden. I'm really distracted. I'm sorry. The, the dog, the everything else. So, um. So distracted there for a oh, moment. Okay, don't worry. It, it's um, you know, we're trying to be in the moment, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the universe has other plans. 
And you know, and that's part of it, isn't it? That you know, you can have a plan and you can have an intention, but by the same token, we're we're all living life in real time. And yeah, and, and I think this is a perfect kind of example um, because you know, it's just if you break it all down, like what just happened in the last minute, the my heart's beating faster. I'm conscious about what you're saying. I'm conscious about what I'm not saying, like all in this one, you know, less than a minute mm. and how that can really affect your the anxiety and, you know, thoughts in my head of, you know, this is unprofessional, you know, there's just all of this happening with, within mm. a split second. Mm -hmm. Just taking that moment to, to just breathe. And it's, like it's okay <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely mm. you know we've we've talked about menopause and the challenges that brings and you know it sounded like you were describing a menopausal moment right then you yeah. know because dog barking or people or whatever that you know there may be none of that but we we experience those moments of yeah. uh, palpitations yeah anxiety that mm. we we have no <laughs> idea where it's come yeah. from and so this was my motivation to explore some of these techniques and how they can benefit us, you know, in our lives, whether whether we're menopausal or not, but particularly for the menopausal audience. Mm. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. And, you know, that anxiety thing, it's, yeah, I, I so agree with you because when you practice mindfulness regularly, you become, you know, that's the idea, it's just getting more aware of the bodily sensations and how that's interlinked with your thinking and the sensations in your body and you know what you, your immediate impulse from that so so noticing that anxiety that that always comes first the feedback from the body right your heart's beating the palpitations sweaty palms and then to take that pause and go okay well what is going on here um, you know, what is going on in my mind right now? And how how are the two kind of playing off on each other, which is just the way it works? Um, and being able to, to stand back and take that pause and applying this beginner's mind to what is the sensation I'm feeling? You know, exploring it, moving closer to it, maybe expanding around it, maybe investigating a little bit. And... What is what are these thoughts that I'm thinking? Is it you know where is it coming from? Yeah, so that's a really good example of of how it works in 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 real life, right? Mm. Like, mm. yes, we practice on the mat and we practice well practice on the mat or a stool or a chair or whatever, but that's what why we do the formal practice is mm. to be able to apply that in our day to day life and i'm sure if i didn't have my heart would still be beating now worried about what philippa's saying to all her friends about my dog barking and i mean the narrative right <laughs> well that i mean that's it isn't it the propensity for the brain to take us down the rabbit hole you know and we're, we're halfway there with the sweaty palms and the palpitations <laughs> and then we start to think of how we come across how we appear how we're going to cope with our, you know, whatever meeting we might have ahead of us. Um, and that just spirals us yeah. into this state of um, enhanced anxiety. It certainly doesn't serve to break the cycle anyway. 
And so having these skills at our fingertips is really why, why we want to encourage people to explore these, these skills because they are just that. They're skills that we can learn and the skills that we can practice and the skills that sometimes we succeed in implementing yeah. and, and sometimes we don't. And that's yeah. fine too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that that kind of triage of our well well, there's many aspects to our well being, right? But the the two things that's been hammered into our heads since the late 70s is movement and food. So we know we need to eat well and we need to move in order to keep our bodies healthy. But th this is stuff that we need to keep our minds healthy for our mental health, for our mental well-being. So it's amazing moving and it's amazing eating well. But if you don't have, and this is what happened to me, I did both those two very well. But the the mind stuff is 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 very is very new, but a very essential part of I think the complete circle of well being. Plus, mm. of course, there's all the other things as well. But um, but these are skills and tools that that anyone can do if you've um, got a mind. You can do mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So uh, you know, we we're just really hoping that people can experience this moment this moment the now as fully as possible not to be in the yesterday or the tomorrow but to to inhabit the the now the here and the now and and use the strategies to enhance this moment that mm. is the now mm. uh, you know and, and 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 so moving like you mentioned moving can facilitate this process mm. uh, moving with mindfulness moving with connection yeah. moving with focus uh mm -hmm. you know it's something that i work on a lot with pilates, pilates. And i was thinking about you last week because i was teaching um i'm teaching an eight-week mindfulness course and it was so interesting because we did mindful movement and one of the participants said he has never ever experienced movement in this way it never actually put the two together to connect with that movement. And it was so interesting because another participant is a Hatha yoga teacher like you and does my, and she was like, like, like she's so used to doing mm. it. She said, I have never thought that someone didn't connect with their body and the movement and being in that moment. And I think this is what's so interesting. It's just that everyone's experience is so different. And because we know some stuff, you can't assume that other people know about it, but it was just really, and that was that beginner's mind, right? Like mm -hmm. he had never ever gone there to really sense and feel and be with whatever was there right now. And moving into that intensity, moving away from it, being curious about it. So it was such a rich observation when when someone really sees it for the first time and yeah I, I i feel very passionate about that when we apply that kind of like awe and um wonder to you know our next meal would we eat it slower would we eat it with more you know love and care and, and all the rest so yeah that just sparked that um that that conversation so i just wanted to share that yeah well thank you mm -hmm. it's, 
it is, as you say, um, a privilege to to guide people to experience things differently. Uh, you know, shine a light, mm. and uh, and I think this, you know, this beginner's mind is is as appropriate for us today uh, as it is for anyone mm. to to allow us to uh, connect better with ourselves mm -hmm. and uh and to stay in touch with how that feels and uh, mm -hmm. and the wonder of it all you know mm -hmm. like like the child yeah and like you said asking the questions and not knowing the answers like asking someone else the questions and they mm -hmm. will come up with their own answers and their own experience about it all which makes mm -hmm. it just so much more fascinating doesn't it and rich and rich yeah and varied mm -hmm. and interesting yeah. and uh yeah, absolutely. It's life's rich tapestry. These tools, you know, maybe they appeal to you and, and maybe they don't. Uh, but there may be a time when you think, hang on, I remember I heard something about this. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like the right time to explore it further. Because mm -hmm. you know, that's yeah. part of it too, isn't it? Being being at, at, at that moment when yeah. things begin to make sense or resonate or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I remember I did a blog about that once about, you know, just some mindful ways of approaching sleep or when we're struggling to sleep and, you know, the anticipation or, you know, we spoke about your insomnia last week as well, but that anticipation and that worry even before you've gone to bed mm. about how the night may plan out and, you know, in menopause as well, that's a big thing as people not being able to um sleep and that anxiety that that causes mm. by anticipating it to be a certain way but applying this kind of beginner's mind it's a new night it's a new beginning it's a new evening how can i see it in a completely new way that is maybe different to last night and um we don't know what it'll be like tomorrow night so yeah yeah that's right exactly rather than oh here we go again yeah <laughs> <laughs> which which is tempting sometimes yeah yeah absolutely because that's the easiest way right because it's mm. just a default way of of, yeah. of doing and being well thank you for uh, another fascinating conversation we'll be back next week with more yeah. new topics uh, to delve into and although there are themes and threads that travel through all of these discussions um think about this during the course of your day during the course of your week let go of being an expert keep an open mind and focus on questions rather than the answers i think that's good food for thought <laughs> <laughs> food for thought indeed Definitely. thank you thank you sune thank you philippa see you next week see you next week